and welcome to episode 57 of Mothering Anxiety. Today's episode is Anxiety and Random Symptoms, part 3. So before I get started, I just have to say that right now I am an extremely anxious wreck. Um, and I can feel some random symptoms that I've talked about in the past. I can, I can feel my body having a low-grade fever and I feel my heart like super rapid heart rate it feels like an abnormal heart rate like it's like skipping beats or like beating too fast or something Um, which I haven't talked about that random symptom um but I feel myself experiencing some of these random symptoms that I've talked about and it's not a fun feeling it definitely is not I want to just tell my anxiety to fuck off (laughs) right now um because the situation that I'm in, the situation that's causing me this anxiety, like I want to be able to think rationally, you know, logically, I guess. And my anxiety is not letting me do that. Um, right now, my anxiety is like, let's choose violence. Um, that's not going to happen. So I figured, you know what, let me just record this episode. Maybe it'll help distract me and maybe I won't be thinking about this anxious situation I've got going on right now in my life. So I guess I'll just kind of apologize in advance if um, either what I'm saying doesn't make sense or I slur my words or I just can't put two words together, two and two together because um, this is what happens when my anxiety is really bad. I just, I can't think, I can't talk, I can't do anything. (laughs) It feels like I just want to lay down on my bed, throw my weighted blanket over myself and just go to sleep. But you know, I'm a mom. (laughs) It doesn't really happen anymore. Um, And it's not even like a time close enough to where my child could potentially take a nap. So I'm kind of fucked right now. And uh, the best thing that I can do for myself right now is come and record this episode because as you all know, me doing this podcast is very therapeutic for me. So let me just get that out there. Let me just throw everything I need to say out. My child, I did give her her iPad right now because I'm like, you know what, kid, mommy needs a moment. Um, And if that's you, you know, if you're a mom or parent and you are being an anxious wreck and you just know that you're not functioning enough to be a parent, um, give your kids the screen time. Give your kids a piece of candy. Give them something that's going to distract them so that you can have that moment to yourself, um, which is what I did right now. She has her iPad and I'm in my bedroom recording this because I just need a moment. I know that if she were to come to me and ask me for something or or whatever, I am either going to one, explode on her, which is not what I want to do because the reason why I'm anxious has nothing to do with her. Um, or I'm just going to be very dismissive, which is something that I'm trying to work on. Um, it's dealing with anxiety. (laughs) I can go through those like raging, angry moments, um, or just be completely like blank and dismissive. And I don't want to show no emotion or too much emotion to my child. So I gave her her iPad. I said, look in here, take this, go watch something, uh, go play your games. And mommy's just going to take a moment in the room. And she's like, okay, you know, so any parents out there, it's okay to give yourself that moment if you need a second to breathe. But anyways, let's get into these random symptoms. Um, so number one, and this is funny because I literally experienced this last night, um, migraines. 
And I don't want to say headaches because this feels like a migraine. When I am super anxious, I get a migraine where it's just like one specific spot in my brain, in my head, that feels like it's being stabbed by a knife, a very sharp knife. But it feels like a knife with like a million little knives around it that are just stabbing at one specific spot. Um, when I'm having these migraines, I'm it's I'm very sensitive to light. I'm very sensitive to noise. I just kind of want to be like in a super dark and quiet room um, and just lay there. And um, last night, I had a bit of a migraine, not something like drastic. I've had really bad ones before. This one, I I kind of felt it coming up like sometime in the afternoon while I was cooking dinner. And usually like if I take some Tylenol or something, I can just kind of stop it from like, you know, um, getting worse. But last night I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Maybe it's because I need to eat or I need to drink water or something and it'll go away. But it never ended up going away. And then I went to bed and as I was laying in bed, it just seemed like it was getting worse and worse. And a uh, funny story. Um... I usually, so I usually always have ice packs in my freezer because when I do get these migraines, I like to lay down and then put an ice pack either behind my neck or like on my forehead, like whatever spot that feels like it's being stabbed. I like to put an ice pack there. Um, But for whatever reason, last night when I got up, I couldn't find an ice pack and I knew that I had just put one in, but I had no fucking idea where it was. So um, I grabbed a bag of (laughs) frozen waffles And I went to bed and I laid down and I put it on my head and I was able to fall asleep. And then like when we woke up this morning, Logan was in my room and she was like, mom, why is there a bag of waffles like right next to your bed? And I was like, oh, mommy had a headache last night. And so she put that on her head (laughs) and Logan is in the why phase right now. And she's just like, why? And I'm like, well, because I couldn't find an ice pack. And she's like, why? And I'm like, well, I don't. I didn't know where it was. And she's like, why? And I'm just like, Logan, like, I couldn't find an ice pack. I only had a bag of waffles, frozen waffles, and I put that on my head, like, period. (laughs) But, um, I, you know, obviously I have, like, frozen vegetables and stuff, right? But, like, I knew that I wasn't going to get out of bed to put it back in the freezer. So I was like, I need to put something on my head that it's okay if it goes to waste. And I have an insane amount of frozen waffles in my freezer right now because um so Logan likes frozen waffles right she likes to eat them for breakfast with her fruit and her yogurt and the they were on sale at Costco but they were like a different brand so usually I go grocery shopping at Aldi um, because it's like super cheap and it's literally like a minute drive from my house so I would always buy her the frozen waffles from Aldi And I saw that the Eggo waffles were on sale at Costco, like the giant pack. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. She can have some for like a good like two to three months of waffles. And I don't have to buy her the ones at Aldi because usually we run out of the ones at Aldi. And it's like a few days before I need to go to the grocery store to go and, you know, refill her waffles. But I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And I was like, and I'm pretty sure the Eggo ones are going to taste way better than the Aldi brand. So she's going to love them. But turns out she does not like the Eggo waffles. She does not like the way that they taste. She prefers the Aldi ones. So I just have all these unused, unopened 
waffle packages in my freezer because my child refuses to eat the eggos, um, which I've been meaning to clean out. But you know what? Last night they came in handy because I was able to put it on my head because I had a massive migraine that wouldn't let me go to sleep. And now I'm just going to toss them in the trash because I don't want to refreeze them. There's no point. My kid isn't going to eat them. I'm not going to eat them. So, you know, there's that. I want to say that my child is maybe the only child out there that doesn't like Eggos, <laughs> like Eggo waffles. Like who doesn't like Eggo waffles? They're, they're the fucking best. They taste delicious. But no, she prefers the generic brand from Aldi, which, all right, kid, whatever you want, <laughs> whatever is going to make you eat, that's fine. Um, but back to these migraines, um, I remember this one time I had a really bad migraine and I had to go get... I had an appointment to get my lashes lifted. And if you've ever gotten your lashes lifted, um, there's like a, you know, whatever they put on there, it smells horrible. Like it smells like, I don't even know, like rotten something. Like it's just, it's just fucking disgusting. But you know, my husband was like, oh, just go. I was going to cancel, but my husband was like, no, just go. Like maybe you just laying down and it being quiet is going to help your migraine. And I was like, sure. Okay. So I got there and I lay down and sure it was thing everything was fine but up until like she put that thing on and like it just smelled horrible like it just made my migraine so much worse and at that point I was like nauseous and I literally was going to ask her for like a bucket cuz I was like I think I'm going to puke like and I was so embarrassed because I was like oh man and I'm like trying to hold everything in and I'm trying to breathe and it's only causing me more anxiety because I'm like thinking like my eyes are closed I'm going to have to puke like you know and with everything going on like with covid and stuff I'm like I don't want her to think that like I'm sick I don't want her like oh my god and it was just it was horrible anxiety um but you know luckily it was done I made it home it was, she only lives a few minutes away from me. I made it home and I told my husband, I was like, I can't fucking function right now. And he was like, that's okay. Go lay down. And I went to go lay down. I took some Tylenol. I got my, my actual ice pack, uh, this time put it on my head and I knocked out for like a good three hours. Um, you know, sometimes that's just what you got to do. If you have the opportunity to take the nap, I'm going to say always take the nap. So Yeah migraines sensitive to light sensitive to noise nauseous dizzy um there are times where they've been so bad where like I sit on the toilet because it it feels like this is either going to come out of one end or the other end so I'm just going to strip down and be in my bathroom and sit on the toilet because I want to be able to catch whatever end it's going to come out of. <laughs> That's how bad it feels when I get these really, really, really bad migraines. And they don't happen very often. Um, usually when I'm an anxious wreck, I get like the fever and the shakes and the heart just feeling off. But occasionally I will get these migraines where um, I feel like I'm going to either shit or puke myself somewhere. So I'll sit on the toilet because I'm just like, well, I'm just going to flip onto whatever side it, my toilet needs to catch. Um, but it's horrible. These migraines, like it's horrible. Like I can't even keep my eyes open because the light, like it just, it bothers me so badly. Um, I can't even like talk. Like I'm just like, nope. And my husband knows when I get like this, he's just like, okay, go lay down, go to bed. So very grateful that he understands and he lets me go get the rest that I need. All right though. Um, random symptom number two. 
insomnia. Oh, guys, I, um, there are times where I can get good sleep. So like times where I can go to bed at a decent hour, I don't wake up or very minimal waking up in the middle of the night. Um, and then I wake up at a decent time and I feel like good, right? But then there are times where I'm an anxious wreck and I can't go to sleep for the life of me, no matter what it is that I do. Dark room, weighted blanket, no phone, no lights, a white noise machine, it's cold in the room. I even take melatonin, like, you know, everything that the books tell you to do to go to sleep. Um, But when I'm a super anxious wreck, I just cannot fucking fall asleep and there are like a million fucking things going on in my brain and sometimes I'm so anxious that I can't even think straight and there's not like there's nothing (laughs) literally nothing like it's just a blank like a blank mind right like think about that someone with anxiety with a blank mind like so anxious that you can't even think of one or ten things like nothing um And it's horrible. I can't go to bed. Like, I cannot go to sleep. I'll shut my eyes and I, you know, try and and breathe and just kind of like relax and everything. And for the life of me, I cannot fucking go to sleep. It is, it is beyond annoying, especially when I'm anxious and I want to go to sleep. Like, I can tell that my body needs to shut down and reset. And I know that my body needs rest, but I cannot rest. Like, Nope, cannot rest. But I can also go one of two ways. So either like one, I have a horrible and a very difficult time falling asleep or I wake up in the middle of the night and it takes me hours to go back to sleep. Like hours. (laughs) Like I will wake up, I don't know, 2 a.m. or something and then I won't be able to go back to sleep until like 5 or 6. And then by then I have a good, I don't know, hour, two hours before my daughter wakes up and it just like fucks up my whole day. If I don't sleep, it's just not a fun day for me, for anyone around me. Like I need sleep. So I just know that during these nights where either one, I can't go to sleep or two, I wake up and I can't go back to sleep, that the next day is just going to be full of anxiety which only causes me more anxiety at nighttime when I'm going to bed or trying to go back to sleep because I already know I'm like fuck there goes another half hour so it means half hour less of me sleeping or fuck there goes another hour that means one hour less of me sleeping and it's just like one more hour of me needing to do things and like the more and more hours that add up I just know that the next day it's just going to be that much worse and I'm gonna have that much more anxiety It's just like this giant vicious cycle, you know, like I can't go to bed. So then I'm like, fuck, tomorrow's going to suck. My anxiety is going to be bad. And then like I wake up and it's like already in my brain. I'm just like, fuck, I didn't get sleep. So my anxiety is going to be really bad. And, you know, I've been trying to change my mindset when I wake up. Um, I've been trying to wake up and think more uh, positive thoughts, regardless of how much sleep I got the night before. I try and wake up and think like, okay, today's going to be a good day. Or like, today's, you know, whatever, some something positive. Um, because I realize like, whether I get sleep or I don't get sleep, however my day is going to go is however my mind started for that day. 
right? So like if I don't have sleep and I already know it's going to suck, well, I might as well think to myself positively as opposed to like waking up and being like, fuck, I got no sleep. Today's going to suck because then it's really going to suck because I'm thinking negatively. So I'm trying really hard. (laughs) I'm trying really hard to change that mindset and just like my day is going to be how I set it out to be, right? Like that, that's what I'm telling myself. And I'm like, so if I wake up, regardless of how I feel, regardless if I'm tired or well rested, but if I wake up and I tell myself today's going to be a good day, then like chances are that it's probably going to be a good day, right? Maybe, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) trying to trick my brain into thinking this, like, um, but I mean, like it works for some people, right? Like affirmations and, 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 um speaking positively and changing mindsets and stuff like it it works for people it hasn't worked for me yet or at least not for every aspect in my life um but I'm trying I'm trying and on some days it does work on other days it does not but you know I'm trying my best here to um just tell myself like hey today's gonna be a good day and hoping that I make it a good day All right. Random symptom number three. Um, Excess sweat or like being extremely sweaty. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So when I'm really anxious, my body temperature obviously goes up because I've said this, like I'll sometimes get like a low grade fever, but then at the same time, like I'll start to sweat a little bit more than like normal, you know, I mean, I know that like everyone sweats when it's like hot outside, blah, 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 your body's regulating its body temperature, right? Um, but at this time, like it doesn't have to be hot, like it could be freezing cold outside. But if I'm anxious, then I just start to sweat. And it's just like, it's gross. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like it's it's gross. And it's usually, this usually happens a lot, um, at nighttime when I'm trying to go to sleep or go back to sleep and that I'm being super anxious. And we sleep like in a freezing cold room. My husband has to have the air conditioner blasting no matter what time of the year it is. Like it can be, it gets pretty cold out here. Like it gets, um, 19 degrees, 18, like in the middle of the night. Right. (laughs) So it could be that fucking cold outside. My husband will have the AC fucking blasting in the room. It's like a good 65 degrees in my room, which is fucking cold. Okay. like <laughs> It is cold and it can be that cold and I can still be sweating my ass off because I am feeling anxious for whatever reason. You know, like that Eminem song where, what does he say? His hands are sweaty and something there's vomit on his sweater it's his mom's spaghetti. <laughs> like, um, yeah, that's literally, um, me at nighttime, except there's no vomit. <laughs> it's just like me, palms sweaty, legs sweaty, like the back of my knees sweaty, my armpits, my fucking neck, like my boobs, like everything just like dripping in sweat because I'm some, I don't know, some anxious wreck and you can be nighttime Um, sometimes in the daytime, it doesn't even have to be hot outside, but it's just what happens, which only makes me think like, okay, that makes sense. If I get like a low grade fever when I'm really anxious, then obviously my body's going to sweat to start regulating my body temperature, right? So I guess it all kind of goes 
hand in hand. But um, I don't know if any of you guys experience acts of sweating without maybe the fever. I'm wondering if that's just like a symptom on its own when it comes to having like really bad anxiety. Okay, and I'm going to throw out a random symptom number four. Um, Heart palpitations. Is that the right way to say it? I think so. Um, (laughs) So obviously you have a normal regular heartbeat, right? Um, And I actually, I have an eye watch and then I had a watch before that like I can check my heart rate for me and this might come from like me having like health anxiety um, where I'm freaking out that I think that I'm sick 24-7. But like I would check my heart rate, right? And I always think it's like super high, like in the 90s. Um, but it's not, it's always like in the, like, like high sixties, super low seventies, right? That's normally where my heart rate is. But like, I feel that my heart is pumping and I feel that my heart is working extra, extra hard when I am super anxious. And I've checked my heart rate when I'm like in the super, super anxious states. And it's usually maybe like in the high seventies, low eighties, um, which is like, you know, at least for me, that's kind of high considering my heart rate is kind of low. Um, actually you want what guys, I don't know what your heart rate is supposed to be. Um, but I get overly paranoid over my heart rate because, uh, when I was pregnant with Logan, I had high blood pressure. Um, and until this day, I don't know if I had high blood pressure or I was just an extremely fucking anxious wreck. Um, because like, when I would be like normal without like any doctors in the room and I had a little like heart rate thingy on my finger, like my heart rate was normal. But as soon as a doctor or a nurse or someone were to come in, it would fucking like skyrocket. So I don't know. I don't know if it's an anxiety thing or what it was, but um, I'm super paranoid over my heart rate because I am afraid that I still have this high blood pressure because of like how bad it got when I was pregnant but I know that like high blood pressure during pregnancy is totally a thing like I get that but you know I'm also wondering if having anxiety had a little bit to do with that as well I mean realistically I'm no doctor and I'm not going to question what the doctor said or anything um you know I'm healthy my daughter was healthy and that's all I could really be thankful for but you know, part of me still wonders, like, hmm, because my doctor would always tell me, he's just like, just don't worry, just don't worry, like, stop worrying, <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, like, if it were that fucking easy, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be worrying right now, um, but, you know, I also dealt with the antepartum depression, and, you know, I was, I was dealing with all these things emotionally and mentally, like me thinking I was going to be a horrible mom, me wondering if I was going to be a good role model to my daughter, me being scared that I was having a daughter because I didn't have good female role models, you know, like, (laughs) I mean, if you guys have been listening to my podcast, like y'all know, like all of us fucking women are super fucked up, you know? So like all of that, just like me worrying about like, am I going to fuck up my child? Like, And then also, I don't like doctors. I don't like hospitals. And this was literally my first time ever being, like, actually admitted to a hospital. So, like, you know, all of that just kind of escalated. It made me a super anxious wreck. Um, So I'm sure that probably played a little bit in the role, maybe a little bit. Um, And that's another reason why I don't want to have more kids because um, it was not fun. (laughs) It was not fun to be there. And I mean, I've had like a friend tell me like, well, maybe it won't be so bad anymore because now you know like what to expect. But like, I don't know. I don't know if this health anxiety is something that I can get rid of 
um, or like, you know, keep at a calm because I think I'm dying every fucking day, every other fucking day. So I don't know, guys. So if any of you experience any of these new random symptoms, either migraines, insomnia, excess sweat, or heart, random heart palpitations, please let me know because I truly want to know. And to be honest, this whole heart one, like it feeling like it's in a regular beat is something that I've noticed recently. Um, I mean, like I know that I've had like the high heart rate, but the one where it feels like it's like beating very randomly has been something like recent, which only scares me because I'm now now I'm just like, fuck, do I need to go to the doctor for this? Or is this just like a new symptom of anxiety that I'm feeling? Um, But like I'll check my heart rate you know like when you put the fingers to your wrist and like it doesn't seem like it's beating irregularly but like I can feel it I don't even know how to explain it to be honest I don't even know but um yeah maybe I just need to make a doctor's appointment and (laughs) let them know about this Uh, but it scares me I don't like doctors guys I do not like doctors I don't like going to doctor's office I don't like anything to do with anything medically like no it gives me massive horrible anxiety have I gone to the doctors obviously do I go yes you know do I get everything that I need to get done labs you know injections vaccines like whatever like yes yes like you know if I need it my daughter needs it you know we'll do it but it doesn't change the fact that like it scares me I even get nervous going to take take Logan to her to her doctor when like I'm not even getting the checkup <laughs> like I get so scared just taking her but you know I don't know it's just it's just random things that fucking give me anxiety but anyways um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this one up um I have some very exciting news to share with you guys as of today September 20th 2021 I have been announced LA Entrepreneurs Magazine's top 25 podcast in Los Angeles. Woo! Throw a little, you know, confetti. Woo woo! Yes, as of today, I have officially been announced as the top 25 podcast in Los Angeles. You guys, this has um, been such a fucking incredible journey. Like, I can't even begin to explain how much my podcast, how much every single one of you who tune in and listen or message me or comment or like or like whatever, how much you guys have all truly helped me. Like you guys all say that I'm helping you, but no, you guys have no fucking idea how much you guys all help me. You guys all help me feel like I'm not crazy and like I'm not alone. And it's such it's such a great feeling just knowing that there are people out there that I can finally relate to because for so long, I felt that everything I had gone through in my life was just me, that it was just me by myself, that no one else ever felt the way that I felt, that no one else was neglected the way that I was. Like, I thought that I was just doomed on this earth to have a super fucked up life. And I thought that I was the only one going through all of this shit. And it made no sense to me. And it just makes me feel so good to know that, I, that I'm not alone. I know you guys all say that I help you all feel that you're not alone, but you guys all help me feel that I'm not alone. I mean, like, does it suck though that we're all going through the same shit? Yes, because I'm there and it sucks and it hurts and it's so painful sometimes. But, you know, we all have each other. We all have each other. 
We're all here for one another. We all know what it's like. We're all here to support each other. And it's just, it's, it's, it's such a great feeling. It's such a good feeling just knowing that I'm not crazy, (laughs) that I'm not making this shit up, that, you know, someone out there understands me. It's such a good feeling. So thank you to every single one of you who has tuned in, who rates, who reviews, who comments, who messages me, everything. You guys have truly been amazing. You guys have no idea how much you have all helped me. And I'm very excited that I finally get to share the news. Top 25 podcast in Los Angeles. Like what? What? How the fuck did we get here? How? I will be, uh, going ahead and tagging them um, on my stories and you guys will see a post about it too because I'm so fucking excited and I already have like a TikTok ready to go (laughs) because (laughs) I am just I'm I'm so I'm so proud of myself okay I'm very happy and I'm proud of myself and I'm proud that I get to share my stories with everyone and share my life with everyone and just help you know whoever needs to listen so thank you all again you guys are all the real MVPs But with that being said, I do hope that you all have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety.